With so many content options out there, what do you put on your screens? Well, as we always stress, it depends on your audience's interest. That's the first and primary thing. But even if you don't have the time or bandwidth to survey your audience, you can be pretty sure that they'll care about things like weather, breaking news, and other sort of timely topics. One easy way to get these things up on screens is by using digital signage content feeds or content subscriptions. And to talk about that with me today, I am here with Fanette Ronja, professional services consultant for Visix. Hi, Fanette. How are you? Hi, Derek. I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. And of course, thank you everybody out there for listening to this episode of Digital Signage Done Right. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast and you can follow along with a full transcript of the conversation we're about to have on the Visix website under resources and podcasts, plus lots of helpful links there as well. And if you're a big fan of the podcast, you might pop over to IMDb and look up our entry there and give us a review or a rating. Whether you're using digital signage or not, our podcast gives you practical tips for communications and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. Okay, so just to start off with the basics, what are digital signage content feeds, or as Visix calls them, content subscriptions? Uh, what is this? Great question. So basically, those are feeds of ready-made content that someone else has made for you. So they already follow all the best practices for text, images, sizing for screens. And instead of you having to create messages with this information, you just schedule the feed and it updates automatically. Okay, that sounds really easy. But okay, you say schedule the feed. What does that mean? So you basically treat the feed as a regular message. You schedule it into the rotation in your playlist. Each feed is just a simple URL that you point to. You just make sure you're choosing the one with the aspect ratio that fits your layout or your message zone. Because it's coming from an outside source, you don't have to update anything. As the feed publishes new content, it automatically shows up on your screens. Oh, okay, so it's basically like a like an RSS feed or a social media feed that you might show on a web page or an intranet. As soon as there's an update with new information, bam, it grabs only the new information and throws that up. Absolutely, it's magical. And actually, you're talking about social medias, and social medias are one of our most popular subscriptions. But there, there is just one little caveat to those in that you have to also input your account credentials so that it can connect your feed. Right, sure, that makes sense. So which digital signage content feeds, apart from social media, are, uh, are the most popular? So we have news and pictures. It's probably our most popular one. Um, it takes current headlines and pairs them with a big photo. It's a bit more eye-catching for your audience than just a text or a ticker. Uh, you can choose to just show the news or you can include sports and entertainment. Also, you don't have to worry about inappropriate content going up on the screens because it's all filtered with public displays in mind. So no worries there. <laughs> right. No, no, no racy ads are going to show up suddenly for the church digital signage. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, we also have the financial market graphics. Those are very popular because uh, we have a lot of corporate clients who want to stay updated on stocks and market fluctuations. And also our safety messages for manufacturing clients. Those are super popular. They've really taken off in the last couple of years, actually. 
That's interesting. So safety messages can be uh, subscription feeds as well. Yes. I suppose that makes sense since, you know, it's, uh, yes, you may have specific things to your particular environment, but, you know, safety, safety. Don't put your hand in the bandsaw. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, right. Exactly. News and pictures, financial market graphics, and safety messages. Uh, those are the, the, the top three. But Visix has a bunch of other digital signage content feeds as well, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, we have uh, community calendars. Uh, they pull events like concerts, festivals in your area. We also have local traffic. I'm in the LA zone, so you really want to know about the traffic. That's for sure. It shows you traffic conditions for your zip code. Is my commute going to be 30 minutes or three hours? <laughs> yeah, right. Or three hours. Yeah. And flight boards. Those are, those are pretty cool. They show arrivals and departures for an airport uh, based on the airport code that you enter. So very, very easy to set up. Right. Especially for like hotels, I should think that's probably pretty useful. Yes. Maybe, maybe not for a warehouse. Probably not, but you never know. Um, and so, yeah, we have a whole bundle of wellness feeds as well, like health tips, current air quality, pollen levels. Uh, we have RSS feeds that you can use to pull in the top headlines, uh, world news, if you prefer that in a ticker format. We also have feeds with inspirational quotes, trivia, safety tips, sports scores, and many more. Wow. That's a lot to choose from. I, I, I've thought this before, kind of looking at this stuff uh, in the past. Like, you could conceivably just run an entire digital signage system just showing feeds and still kind of entertain and, and engage the audience and give them something that they find useful. Oh, you could. Absolutely. You could. Although probably that's not why you invested in digital signage, you know, obviously kind of want to show your own messages as well. But our content subscriptions are a good way to get uh, content on screens right away when you're launching. And then you can start adding your own messages as you fine tune your content strategy and designs. But I mean, even after you get your own content set up, um, content feeds can add a lot of value. Yeah, I, I've always thought that was a, a quite valid argument. You know, look, we're just starting out. We don't have a bunch of messages pre-made. Get people kind of hooked on the digital signs. Oh, I get a lot of useful information. And then, you know, over over uh, uh, that first week or two, and now there's stuff that's specific to this organization in there as well. But they're already hooked because they want to find out, you know, what, what Beyonce wore to the party or, or... Who doesn't? What the sports score... Right, who doesn't? Everybody wants to know. I bet it was clothes. <laughs> oh, really? Do you? Something. <laughs> I bet it was something resembling clothes. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um... What's the advantage of using content subscriptions for an organization that has invested in digital signage software? Like we said, obviously you can get people kind of hooked and, and it keeps them entertained, but I mean, there is a cost involved. It's not just free. True. There is, they, they, I mean, they do cost money, but I mean, most of our feeds are only a little over a hundred dollars per year per player. So it's really affordable. And one advantage of content subscription is that they give you a predictable budget which is especially helpful if you're having to go outside for content design help. And even if you're creating content in-house, mind you, there's a cost associated with that. 
Yeah, of course, you got to pay people salaries and their office space and their computers and their electricity and all that stuff. Sure, okay. All right, so money uh, makes sense. Um, I assume there's kind of a little bit more intangible benefits as well to using content feeds. Right, so like we already mentioned, there's uh, the getting content up quickly when you first get the system. Um, it's cost-effective. And another big benefit of content subscriptions is that you can get good quality content for the basics, like news, social media, and then put your own designers on custom content that are specific to your brand or your organization. Right. Or if you don't have a designer in-house, um, these digital signage content feeds really do have professionally designed visuals and animations uh, and, you know, if you've got a small organization or, you know, maybe you've got a designer and that designer just started out or is tasked with a whole bunch of other things that they have to do as well, um, maybe they, they don't have the time or the bandwidth to do that kind of high quality stuff. This stuff's already high quality. Yeah. And also, as I mentioned, they automatically update. So there's always going to be something fresh, engaging on your screens. And that's, that's really what you want to engage your audience. And also, like we talked before in, in another podcast, automating as much of your content as possible is a huge time saver for digital signage managers. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, okay, so we decided the, the title of this episode is going to be Digital Signage Content Feeds for Higher Engagement. How do they increase engagement? Well, the, the best way to increase engagement is to show something new relevant to your audience. If it's always the same old, then people are going to get bored and they won't be engaged anymore. Right. As I always say, they've they've got uh, the entire internet available on their phone. So Right. So why look up? Right. Your stuff needs to be more interesting uh, or relevant or better looking than what they can just access by walking down the corridor on their phone and you know, bumping into people. Right. And you're mentioning phones, so they know what they're interested in. So the, the second point is going to be the topic of your subscriptions. You want to make sure that you're matching what your people are most interested in. So is it going to be news, traffic, social media, health tips? You know your audience. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would hope. And also you can use all of these as attractors to draw more eyes to your screens. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a very, very uh, important point. Because like we said, people get used to it or that there's a nice professional picture and they go, ooh, what's that? And there's a decent chance that they're going to see the next message in the playlist. And that happens to be about, hey, HR benefits. Oh, right. So, you know, I glanced over because, hey, it's four o'clock and uh, I know I'm going to have to commute home. What's the traffic? Oh, good thing I looked at that digital sign because uh, now I am also reminded that I have to get on the stick and walk down to HR and sign that form. Exactly. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of our clients are struggling with adding new content on a regular basis, and I can't blame them, especially if there's no in-house creative team. So a lot of them have a current event schedule, but the rest of the messages may run for weeks or months, and that is going to lose viewers. So content subscriptions are always updating. You're drawing in more viewers and hopefully increasing engagement with all of your messages. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we, we always say this, and I know uh, I know some of you listening out there, clients uh, are guilty of this. People leaving up stale stuff. It's just, even if it's still relevant, it's like, no, seriously, here's, here's what your benefits package includes. 
or here are safety messages, you know, don't put your hand to the bandsaw is always going to be relevant. And yet simply just changing up the look of it sometimes is enough to make people go, oh yeah, that's right. Because we get used to things really easily and things just fade into the background. I think especially these days, because we have our phones and we're just kind of bathed in this information rich environment. So, you know, novelty is everything for us nowadays. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, so I've been given a budget for a bunch of these feeds. What should I be thinking about when I'm selecting my content subscriptions? Well, like we already mentioned, all of our content should be tied to audience engagement. So first thing, you got to figure out what your viewers need and start there. And I think the content variety is important, like we've all we're also been mentioning a lot. So you want a good mix of topics, but you don't want to barrage your audience with 20 content feeds an event schedule, 10 of your own messages each day, all day. Now, our recommendation is to have seven to 10 things showing in rotation on screens at one time. Right. That makes sense. I mean, you can have 20 or 30 things, but you should be day parting them to parcel them out to different uh, times of the day or different days of the week and so on. So yeah, in a week, you're getting all 30 things out. But yeah, it's a big, it's a big mistake to have a 60 item playlist that plays over and over every single day it's it's a pain in the neck and you know like we say like stick a message up probably seven seconds is the average amount of time that a message goes up whether it's in-house content or it's a content subscription feed nonetheless oh i just caught the end of that and there are 60 things in there times that by seven seconds I'm not going to be standing in front of that sign waiting for that to come back around, you know? Right. No, exactly. You want to think of your audience experience. They're not going to wait another 20 minutes to get back to that QR code so that they can register for the party or something. So once you have your content subscription, it's pretty much just plug and play. Wow. What a bunch of benefits. I know. Come on. Everything has some kind of a downside or a challenge, right? So uh, what are some of those uh, challenges, let's say, to using content feeds? So obviously, one of the challenges is that the content feeds are generic. So they look amazing. They look really good. uh, But they're not going to match your branding or your decor. Um, Although although for the social media option, you do uh, get the option to match your branding. So that's a big perk of the social media. Uh, But it's really important for you to know that and uh, your content feeds might not be your thing if you want to match perfectly your branding at all times. Right. And for most places, I think it's not going to be a big deal. But, you know, you're a five-star hotel. You probably don't want unbranded content up on the screens. Or maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe you don't want it on all the screens, but maybe you might want to have a flight board on one of your screens. You know, you do have the option for different layouts and different colors. Uh, the last thing I would uh, imagine some organizations, like I'm thinking a five-star hotel, uh, you know, everybody's worried uh, about online web security. And this is an outside web source. Are there security concerns? Well, not really, because you aren't outputting anything to the feed provider. You're really just showing a web page on your screens using their URL. So... So they aren't getting into your network access or anything. Oh, okay. Well, so there you go. So I think we can say that uh, digital signage content feeds come in a variety of topics. Some of them can be tweaked to a certain extent on uh, colors and layout. 
They automatically update on screen, so you always have something relevant and engaging to show your audience. And yeah, there's some money involved, but it's it's pretty affordable, especially once you factor in things like design time uh, and all this that you would have to uh, expend if you were doing it all on your own. It's just a, a subscription model. It's simple. Uh, more and more, we're seeing more and more people getting used to subscription as a service business models. And it's just outrageously simple. Like you said, you just point to a URL, uh, which you set up once, and then that's it. And it just runs. Absolutely. So there you go. Short and sweet. Just like setting up digital signage content feeds for your digital signage. You can, of course, go to the Visix website and check out uh, some of the things on offer there to get an idea of the, the rather vast world of content feeds available to you. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to this uh, episode of the podcast. And of course, I'd like to thank Fanette Ronja, professional services consultant for Physics, for chatting with me today about digital science content feeds. Thanks, Fanette. Always great to talk to you. Always great talking to you too, Derek. All right. Uh, be careful in those commutes. Uh, LA traffic can can age a person. <laughs> deadly. <laughs> yes, deadly. That's exactly right. And as I mentioned at the top, uh, please, everybody, don't forget that you can read a full transcript of the conversation we just had on the physics website under podcasts and, yeah, this episode. For more free stuff, head to resources on physics.com for guides, videos, and more to help with your visual communications. Please subscribe and share and contact us for information about our digital signage solutions.